1: Happy Friday. Ooh, it's Friday night. Yeah, it is. It's Friday night. I've got to tell you, all it's been a long, exhausting week. Uh, kind of a, an emotionally draining day for me, and I'll tell you guys a little bit about that later. But I, just to be able to be in the studio tonight and share this time with you guys every day is such an honor for me. I know you have a lot of opportunities Choices throughout your day to get news, to get opinion, and just ways to spend your time, and so just makes me feel good, particularly on a rough day like today to get to to come in and share this time with you guys. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We got so much to talk about tonight. Breaking news before this, the show started. We still got, uh, did Trump break the bank, the Deutsche Bank, with the Trump tariffs? We've got Tom DeBaccaro who will be here to discuss that, as well as uh, I'm scratching my head as to why the DOJ released these audio tapes today uh, involving Michael Flynn. We got to talk about that. We've got Bob Walters who's going to be here uh, with a story involving our schools for his Friday education segment. It's a question for you, parents here uh, that we're going to talk about a little bit later because the story we've got tonight has a direct impact even this is a, a an impact on parrots beyond the curriculum then we got a little friday fun day to share with you guys later again 888-344-1170 and the man who will take your calls the man who keeps it rolling every night of the week including friday is dj carrot sticks
2: well i can't do a funny sounder or- I just want to say my thoughts and prayers go out to those in Virginia Beach. Right. And out of the tragedy, there is one good story so far is that one of the police officers that was shot was saved by his bulletproof vest.
1: Yes. You know, it's uh, uh, one of the reasons why it's a little bit of a tough day for me today was because I actually went to uh, the memorial service for An American Hero. And it was a reminder to me today of the greatness of America that we have men like this, these police officers in Virginia beach, as well as our military heroes and our border patrol and everybody, all the first responders who put their lives at risk for us every day. And I'm glad you started with that DJ carrot sticks, because we do want to extend our prayers. Uh, you know, um, I did go to a a memorial service today and so that kind of affected my show prep. And, um, so, uh, you know, right as I thought that I was going to scramble and do more political stuff on hot topics, that's when we find out about Virginia beach, 11 dead, 11 people dead and six injured. Uh, this was at a city, a public works building as part of the city in Virginia beach, uh, evidently a disgruntled worker, uh, kind of like the old saying when somebody goes postal, remember that, that old saying. So I'm not really sure all the details behind it. Um, it's just heartbreaking, you know. People go to work, you know, uh, you know, just like going to schools. You know, you go about your life. You never know when you might be on the receiving end, and and it's it, it, it's um, it, it's horrifying for the people involved. And and uh, so, prayers to the families of those who lo- lost loved ones. Prayers to everybody else affected by this, because you end up feeling terrorized, even if you're one of the survivors. Of something like this. And then there's survival guilt. This is just another one of these horrific incidents. And of course, you know, the gun control people, DJ Carrot Sticks, immediately. I mean, it you know, it never ceases to fail me that when bodies are still bleeding out, family members haven't even been next of kin, haven't even been notified. And people rushing to politicize a tragedy like this.
2: It really is sad, you know, that that's where their mind goes instantly. Just not even giving it a second for the, you know, to remember those lost or for their family members to, you know start to cope with it here they're making it a political thing
1: right and and it's and it's it's re-victimizing and victimizing the victims all over again i don't hear a story like this and immediately go you know start talking about the values of the second amendment i mean there's people today there are some people today that are talking about how there seemed to be a trend for a while um that we had where we had student heroes stopping things from being worse than they would have been by jumping and rushing the attacker and actually giving their lives for others, uh, and that didn't happen here. People huddled in their offices or whatever. I don't know if there just wasn't time to do that. And I, you know, I think it's interesting. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with not rushing. I, I don't. You know what I mean? I,
2: I, I don't. So know. You until you're in that situation, you don't know what you'll do. I mean, if you're trained, you're highly trained, then you kind of go on your training and you don't think. That's right. what people that are trained do. They don't think they go on their training. But if you're in that situation, there's nothing you can't predict what you would do in that situation. No.
1: And I'm not going to sit here and say that how come nobody in that city office rushed the attacker and did that? You know, I'm not going to question what anybody did or shouldn't have done in this situation because you don't know if you're going to be a hero or not. And, you know, um, I, I don't even know whether or not that's the right thing to do. So, um, I. Anyway, so I just want to say that, you know, prayers. I think that's all that we can say at this time. Um, Moving on from that, there's just so many variety of topics that happened today. Another bit of breaking news this afternoon involves uh, today was supposed to be the day that Missouri was going to lose its final abortion clinic in, in the state. And it was because the Planned Parenthood clinic that was still opened was losing its license because it was a health risk. There were all kinds of medical issues and women having to be rushed to the emergency room because of botched abortions. Uh, They were not fulfilling their licensing requirements. And so their license was being pulled. And then what happened? The state, the state, you know, whether every state, We've talked many times about how California is over, over-regulating businesses. States have the right to have regulations on businesses, to have, put requirements out there for businesses to be able to operate. They're called business permits and business regulations. I'm, for one, not not in favor of overly regulating business. But when it comes to health care, you liberals all talk about how we got to have this health care for women in these clinics. Well, so the state of Missouri came out with these strict health care guidelines. And regulations for these businesses, they failed at this clinic. Women's lives, on top of the fact that they're murdering children in these clinics, women's lives were being at stake. Nobody ever wants to talk about on the left all the women who die in the middle of abortions and have botched abortions and then become infertile and all the different issues that can happen. They don't want to talk about it. Well, that's what happened here in Missouri. So their license was up. They were going to be shut down and no longer able to continue to terminate pregnancies and and babies' lives at midnight tonight. And what did we have? Just what we talked about the other night on the show with Rachel Bovard. Uh, When we talked to Rachel Bovard, we were really talking more about national injunctions, lower courts nullifying the will of the people by nullifying the executive branch from doing what they have every legal right to do, with one judge overturning the entire national policy. But we also have that at the state level. So Planned Parenthood did a last-ditch effort at a lower court to ask for an injunction This dopey judge, Steltzer, said he was careful when he granted an injunction allowing them to stay open until a hearing on Tuesday morning. He was careful, he says, uh, to not take any sides in the ongoing dispute. Well, let me tell you something, mister. When you decide to allow them to continue to take the lives of children, you took a side in it. And particularly to go on to say that Planned Parenthood met the standard that harm would result without a temporary restraining order. No harm is resulting in what's happening in these clinics and it's called the termination of babies' lives, as well as the fact that women are w- women getting these procedures were also being harmed. This is just absolutely ridiculous, the language that they use here. The petitioner has demonstrated that immediate and irreparable injury will result if the petitioner's license is allowed to expire. Are you kidding me? The injury resulting is what's happening to these children. So we'll see what happens uh, come Tuesday with this. The state of Missouri's health department has maintained it has a right to ban abortions at the clinic if doctors who perform the procedure don't submit to questioning as of a condition. That's just one of the conditions they didn't meet. So we got to keep our eyes on this. Um, We're also keeping our eyes on the border because I'm sure many of you saw the video the other day of um, one day over a thousand illegals streaming across the border. Trump, one man, an island, trying to solve this problem. He's done everything he can do. He's got Republicans and Democrats refusing to do the right thing legislatively. He's got lower courts, like we discussed with Rachel Bovard, with these national injunctions, where if he does something through executive order to stop something that Obama did with executive order, the courts are stopping him. So he decides, you know what, we got to do something to stop this we got to do something to force the hand of Mexico, who's been taking advantage of us, as Donald Trump tweeted out today, for decades and decades and decades. And we've been taking advantage of economically, in part, because of that crappy NAFTA deal that Republicans backed. I think it was in 94. So he decides to levy some tariffs. Well, what did the Mexican president respond with? Get this. America first is a fallacy, he says. He says, with all due respect, and then goes on to disrespect and spit. On not just the president of the United States, but America itself. With all due respect, although you have the right to express it, uh, gee, thank you. Yeah, we know that. Because, see, here in the United States of America, man, we got something called the First Amendment and the right to express ourselves freely. He goes on to say, Uh, Although you have the right to express it, America first is a fallacy because until the end of times, even beyond national borders, justice and universal fraternity will prevail, said Mr. Obrador, uh, entitlement mentality socialist. That says it all, doesn't it? The mindset that Mexico has that they're entitled, that there is no such thing as American sovereignty, that they've got the right to come over here into our country. The insult that that is to America makes me so angry. It should make the hair on the back of every American stand up. It should make every American want to go and stand at post at the border and stop anybody from trying to come in. That's what it should do. Well, we're going to discuss uh, the impact, the economic impact of these uh, of these tariffs with Tom DeBocaro, who is not just a former senatorial campaign and brilliant business attorney, but he's a contributor to Forbes. A uh, contributor to Fox Nation, I believe. Is what he, he writes everywhere. So he's going to be here to discuss that and more. So don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. show coming up. Don't let your assets paid off or not. Go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, hatleylawgroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y lawgroup.com, hatleylawgroup.com.
4: Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they are really are for students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree
3: purchase your copy of facing reality in american education today at amazon.com fm (laughs) 96.1 am
5: 1170 the answer
1: this is Andrea Kay for Move America Forward. With Independence Day on the horizon, we look forward to summer weather and barbecues and fun at the beach. But the members of our military who are stationed overseas will have a very different experience. There are no beach parties for them, and no cookouts, no time with loved ones celebrating the very freedoms that they're providing for us. That's why it's so important to take just a moment to show them that they are not forgotten. Move America Forward is an incredible organization that is. And ships care packs to our military members serving overseas. They contain gourmet coffee and beef jerky, candy, Gatorade personal care items, and so much more. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, $100 sends four, and an individual care pack is just $25. So call now, 855-787-6677. That's 787-6677. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
6: Summer means high energy costs. This is Dennis Prager and I have news of a terrific offer that will help lower those high energy bills. For a limited time, Brothers Home Improvement, your local window experts, and Simonton Windows have teamed up for a huge Daylight Max savings sale Get up to $1,000 off on the beautiful, newly installed Simonton windows with the latest technology in thermal efficiency and maximum daylight. Get 0% interest and no payments for 18 months on approved credit. Act before June 14th, and you can get up to an additional $300 rebate from Simonton. For 25 years, Brothers has been installing quality windows with lifetime warranties, Brothers Home Improvement Windows and Doors, a family of nine brothers and and sisters always striving for your complete satisfaction for a free estimate go to san diego that's san diego
3: Whether you're an aficionado or just picking up memorable gifts for the tobacco lover in your life, Liberty Tobacco has just what you're looking for. As San Diego's oldest independent tobacco store that's been serving San Diego since 1957, Liberty Tobacco has one of the largest selections of premium imported cigars with all the top brands. Like my father, Arturo Fuente, Padron, and Liberty Tobacco is San Diego's only authorized dealer for the much desired Davidoff cigar. There's more than just cigars at Liberty Tobacco too. They feature a selection of its Oh, is it handcrafted pipes from top makers around the world and some of the most unique blends of custom pipe tobacco? Be sure to follow Liberty Tobacco on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with promotions, events, and happy hour deals. You can get cigars, pipes, and tobacco anywhere. But if you want the lowest prices and the most experienced staff, Liberty Tobacco is the only place in town you need to go. To find the location nearest you, visit libertytobacco.com. That's libertytobacco.com.
5: FM 96.1 AM 1170 the answer
3: AK dynamite and address or just Andrea K whatever you call her don't call her fake news it's the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego
1: welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show happy Friday hey did y'all know in San Diego the fair started today it is opening day weekend at the fair yeah 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 uh, which means great opportunity to eat all kinds of fried food. You don't eat. I'll eat anything if it's better dipped in fried babies. Oh, my. We're, yeah. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on the show. But if you guys want to win concert tickets, because that's something else. The fair is also not just about great food and, and fun rides. Great concert series uh, every summer with f- fantastic uh, musical acts. If you want to win concert tickets to the San Diego County Fair, go to the visit the contest page, and enter to win today, okay? So you can see concert concert tickets available at the AnswersSanDiego.com. Go there and check it out. And you know what I saw that cracked me up during the video? Did you care? Six, you got to check out the <laughs> the dump truck in Cleveland that gets caught under the overpass. <laughs> <laughs> nobody gets hurt but it's like the funniest thing it's like I don't know if it was Shemp or Curly or Moe driving that truck um anyway no relation to Curly Larry or Moe or anything to do with that is my next guest he's he's smart. he's he's too smart uh for me to segue into that so um I don't even know how to go from Larry Curly and Moe into talking to Tom Del Beccaro hey Tom welcome back to the Andrea K show
7: how I used to love that show. You know, it's uh, PC now. You're not allowed to... That show's not allowed to be on because kids shouldn't hit other kids. You know,
1: <laughs> you know there was a movie version of The Three yeah. Stooges that came out a few years ago. And at the end of the movie, they literally had a guy saying to everybody, no. hey, you know, we don't, don't, everything that we did here, we didn't really poke each other in the eye, and the mallets we used were rubber. And it was like, we didn't have to be told as kids that that didn't really happen and not poke somebody in the eye, Tom.
7: I, I, I am aware. Well, you know, up is down,
1: down is up. But uh, I just I mean, came, wanted
7: to come back on your show because Bill Barr is going to deliver the goods for you.
1: Are you now don't be pulling my leg now. Don't be poking me in the eye and going yum 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 because I am. I was a little disappointed this week with Barr's response to Mueller. I didn't feel like it had enough teeth in it. Um, I did like some of his comments in the interview that basically I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I'm going to do the right thing for uh, the Department of Justice. I'm just a little concerned. I'll tell, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why he didn't rip into Mueller. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Tell me. He
7: just shrugged his shoulders. Uh, he said it. That's not what the department thinks. He does not want to overplay Mueller. Mueller did his job, wrote a memo. Remember, prosecutors only write half the story. They don't put in the exculpatory, as we well know. So Bob Barr looks at it and goes, eh, no problem. He's moving forward. And James Comey's the most worried man on earth right now
1: well don't you think that bill barr had an obligation to the united states of american citizens to say that there is no standard under our legal system of not not guilty
7: uh, uh, well i thought i did that on fox news for you that wasn't good enough
1: yeah no you I, did I, I watched, I, unfortunately I you're know. not the, you're not the acting ag right now but yeah you did you actually did a brilliant job of that and so i fe- felt like I he wanna, missed an opportunity i want to tell, I, yeah. I tell you
7: i'm a law i'm an attorney thirty two years. In, in law school, we had a class called criminal procedure. Yeah. If I would have said out loud, the prosecutor couldn't find enough or wasn't able to prove him innocent, I would have failed the class. Yeah. And this tells you who uh, Mueller is, because yeah. that's embarrassing. And the fact that he went that far tells you that he's he's very anti-Trump. But Donald Trump actually said something. Cr- uh, very interesting and very to the point. Trump said point blank, if he had enough evidence, he would have done it, and that's the truth. There was an evidence, and I know, like today, they released the transcript. Uh, of what his attorney calling another attorney? Yeah, let, mentioning- let's let's
1: slow down. I, I don't want to, I don't want us to talk too. But I, I want to slow down and make sure everybody understands what Tom just said. The DOJ did release today audio recordings. I don't know why they released it. I don't know if it was under FOIA request or why they released it. But they released an audio recording of John Dowd, I believe it was, which was President Trump's attorney calling Michael Flynn, or was it Michael Flynn's attorney?
7: Michael Flynn's attorney, which is important.
1: Okay. Describe because to everybody what, so what the conversation was and what we should take away from that.
7: Okay, so it was two attorneys talking and they they intimated about what's called the joint defense agreement. Now, when you have multiple defendants in a single transaction or series of events, the defendants are around, allowed to enter into what's called the joint defense agreement where they work together to defeat whatever the prosecution or the plaintiff is doing, so he he brought that up. He also said, "If you will," essentially says, "If there's something really there and it's detrimental to the country, you should talk to me as well." That is not obstruction. Why not? And, and this is what it, this is what angers me. You're
1: allowed to defend yourself in America. <laughs> the logic of. of bob Mueller is this well let let, let me know I, I need you to answer my question why is it not obstruction for trump's attorney to call michael flynn's attorney and say i understand why you didn't sign the joint defense agreement but if there's something there that you're going to cooperate on you need to give us a heads up why is that not obstruction
7: because he is engaging him as a de, as a defendant in a similar uh set of transactions and he's allowed to ask other defendants do you want to cooperate with us okay that happens every day in america okay when the mafia was on trial not comparing the two they and you had four or anytime you have four or five people on a sitting behind a bench all in defense they're allowed to cooperate it is not but you know Mueller's logic is you're not allowed to defend yourself, which means that he would take away due process in the Fifth Amendment. The law isn't you can't talk and you can't defend yourself and you can't talk to other defendants. That's now I, I guarantee you the media is portraying that right. I want you to know that Andrew Weissman, who should be disbarred, is doing that. Yes, and so is Mueller, but that is not the way the system works. Just as the, I mean. Let's just take the source of their comments. The source of their comments is if we could have been assured that we could prove Trump's innocence, we would have. That's idiotic. Yeah, There's it is no idiotic. No saying that, and you shouldn't trust them on anything out
1: right. of Mueller's mouth. And the thing you know is, what, what and the reason why this was, uh, I don't know why, again, why the DOJ released it. I think a judge forced them to release it, and they, uh, they're, they're, the, the lawsuit, I guess, I don't know if it was a four-year request. They know that the American people, we, I didn't go to law school. If you didn't explain that to me, I, I read that transcript and thought this looks like obstruction. And that's why, that's why they wanted this out there because this is about continuing to try the 51 Democrats supposedly have signed on to impeach. This is the furtherance of the coup attempt to, to remove a free and fairly elected president of the United States who is absolutely innocent and done nothing wrong. And this is part of why they're doing it. I wish we had more time, but I got to shift gears because you, I got to get you to weigh in on the tariff situation because both Republicans and Democrats are coming out hysterical that these tariffs are going to be a tax on Americans. This was a wrong move for Trump to do this. And this is just, you know, economic apocalypse and, you know, low, low income people aren't going to be able to get cheap produce, which, oh, by the way, don't buy produce coming out of Mexico. You can't drink the water down there. You're going to eat crap that's been marinating in it. But your thoughts on the tariffs.
7: And it's it's actually worse than that because of their pesticides. Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah.
7: Ter- the truth about tariffs is that it, you pay the tariffs, the consumer does, because the business pays it, and you have to pay for higher prices. Me- Mexico and China don't pay them. That's okay. What Trump has said, and by the way, in the 36 hours since this has been marinating, you use that word, mm-hmm. the Mexican peso has taken a serious dive. Good. And the, it has lost all of its gains for the year they, they, they have harmed their own economy in an attempt to strengthen their own peso, and this is screwing it up. And they have sent a delegation to Washington, and they want to iron this out. Um, look, tariffs are a risky business for whoever imposes them. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, because Trump has a stronger hand than Mexico and China, he is using this tool. It is questionable whether you can use it for this, and I'm sure lawsuits will be fired will be filed. But let's be very clear what has just happened. Mexico is freaking out right now. And I think Trump thinks that he can get them to make a deal.
1: And I think he's right. Uh, He filed this under the international. He said he issued the threat under the authority from the International Emergency Economic Powers Act. The fact that Mexico sent a delegation says everything. And my thing is for these businesses that are worried, like Jerry Sanders, come out from the uh, local chamber of commerce because we've basically got, you know, an open border economically here with Baja because a lot of local manufacturers to to avoid the high taxation and regulation. Regulations here in California went and set up, you know, businesses in Baja. Um, Let me tell you, you businesses that feel like you're going to get a pinch here, you got a problem with it. Why don't you get on the phone with your with your Democrat Congress people and tell them to do something about the laws that are enabling and attracting all the illegals to come here? That's that's one option.
7: Andrew. And that's my immediate thought. The, The Democrats don't want a resolution and. It's a more serious problem than anyone can imagine. So Trump takes this. It's it's a politically risky move. It's an economically risky move for the United States long term. But it is much more harm to Mexico in the short and long term. They need us way more than we need them. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, Tom Del Beccaro. Um, I was going to ask you to weigh in on the Jussie Smollett stuff. They released 400 pages.
7: Let me, let me tell you, that's extraordinary. For them to put out that information that's how angry they are at corruption in chicago
1: yeah anyway well,
7: people can go to my new website tom dot com, and get all my op-eds from fox and the epic times thanks so much
1: you well well do you have anything on jesse smollett there that they can they can no, check out and your thoughts on no, it. No. Yeah, I don't I don't think anybody's really delved into the 400 pages yet. I'm going to have to have you back next week after you can kind of look through it and see what the situation is there. I mean, the so far what I found out is that he used Venmo to buy drugs, which makes him stupid on top of of, you know, um he's he's one of the re, re, way, ways that he's moronic is that the judge might not have released all all the documentation had he not gone to the microphone and done a bunch of interviews. So then the judge is like, "Dude, you must not be that interested in privacy." If, you know, so I don't need to keep your documents sealed. So we'll see if anything, uh, give me a yes or no. Do you think now that this has been released, there's supposed to be an investigation into Fox who didn't recuse herself when she was supposed to? Do you think that this will be revisited and charges will be refiled against Smollett or filed against him?
7: No, you, you can't go back. You can't dismiss charges and bring them back. She could be in a lot of trouble. There may be federal charges brought against them, though that open up because of this
1: all right tom Debacaro, go to his site tell everybody again what your website is
7: tom dell t-o-m-d-e-l.com all
1: right have a great have a great weekend all right, now know. stay tuned, uh, Andrea K. Show listeners. We've got more coming up to you. Oh, by the way, Elton John's movie is coming out this weekend called Rocket Man. Uh, he's quoted today right before he's got a movie coming out. What a moron. He says, I'm a European. I'm not a stupid imperialist English idiot. No, you an idiot, man, because now you've given me one more reason to not go see a movie about you. That's one thing I'm not going to do this weekend. More Andrew K. Show coming up.
3: Want more Andrea K.?
5: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.
3: This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi friends, Marty Schneider here. Got a question for you today. Whose retirement are you investing for? Yours or your brokers? Now that might seem like a bit of a silly question, but I hope it's a question that you're asking. Did you know that a lot of brokers and advisors sell products that have fees as high as 3% per year or more? Now with fees like that, you might be better doing a better job of paying your advisor than yourself. As an independent financial planner, if you have an IRA or a 401k, it's worth making sure that it's working for you and not just for your broker. As a financial fiduciary here, we use multiple companies and we place your best interest first. We explain solutions in clear, concise manner, and we won't use confusing financial jargon. Call me for your free consultation. If you have questions, bring in your statement. We'll show you exactly what you're paying in fees. I'm the retirement Professor Marty Schneider to call me for your free consultation. 800 727 Plan 800 727 7526.
9: This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Despite all of the partisan rancor in Congress, there is remarkable bipartisan agreement on the need to deal with the challenge of smoking and tobacco use amongst young Americans. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky and Senator Tim Kaine of Virginia have introduced legislation that would raise the federal minimum age to purchase tobacco, including e-cigarettes, to 21. Other senators, including Republican Mitt Romney and Democrat Dick Durbin, have introduced similar legislation. It's particularly striking that McConnell and Kane both come from significant tobacco-producing states. Tobacco use and vaping have reached epidemic proportions amongst America's youth, creating a public health crisis that demands the attention of lawmakers. The fact that leaders of both parties acknowledge the need for action is a great start. Now it's up to members of Congress to vote for this important change and for President Trump to sign this legislation into law. I'm Lon He Chen. The
5: Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree. Apply by june fifteenth for fall classes.
10: Have you racked up more than ten thousand dollars in credit card debt? that's 800-518-4020
5: fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer
3: andrea k bringing the world a much needed reality check you're listening to the andrea k show on the answer san diego
1: welcome back to tonight's andrea k show uh y'all know what that music means that means it's time for education segment with our buddy education expert, Robert Walters here. It's, I don't know, you know, it's interesting. It just occurred to me, we do our school segments on Friday when the school week is ending, but you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Cause uh, you know, why not? Anyway, Bob Walters joins me now. Hey Bob, welcome back to the show.
11: Thanks for having me.
1: Okay. So uh, we got a couple of topics to talk about. Um, one is there's something called uh, implicit bias training that's happening in the New York city schools um but it's confusing to me because it sounds like it's supposed to combat bias but really it's about showing bias can you explain
11: well yeah i mean Martin luther king would have turned over in his grave to see this going on today talk about racism this is the ultimate type of it what they're doing basically is saying listen we're going to give special extra attention to black students and students of color against the white students and the reason for it is they're going to face a tough time in in life after they leave school, so they need extra care and attention in school. And it's just – it's so wrong. Why, why do we have racism being in the middle of what type of education these kids are getting?
1: Well, it's – a wrong message. It, well, first of all, it's flat-out racism to say that we are going to give increased attention over white kids – so it, it's it's that's racist and bigoted on its face. Second of all, it's also kind of bigoted, I would say, against black people because it's bas Well, it's not that it's bigoted, but it's in, it's reinforcing to me, which is so toxic. It's so manipulative and wrong. It, it to to tell these black kids you're victims. We're going to give you special treatment because you're starting out disadvantaged, which is which it it victimizes them in a sense because. When you instead of telling kids you can be anything you want to be in this country, you can do anything you want to do. Instead of giving them hope, instead of giving them an optimistic message, you're talented. There's nothing stopping you but yourself. Get excited about life. No, they're telling them, man, life is going to stink for you going forward. So we're going to have to be nicer to you because basically you got no future. What 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 is that?
11: It's just unbelievable. It's just. Racism in its worst face. and it's they they accuse people like us of being the racist. I, I don't get it.
1: Well, yeah. Um, one person says here in, in reading this article, and you guys can can in New York Post is the one that came up with this article. Um, uh, if I had a poor white male student and I had a middle class black boy, I would actually put my equitable strategies and intervention into that middle class black boy because over the course of his lifetime, he will have less access and less opportunities than the poor white boy. Um, yeah. that if, how how do two, po- two equally poor people have less access? Where in this country is there f- less access to poor black people as opposed to a poor white person?
11: Yeah, really what you're teaching these kids is that uh, they're a victim, therefore they're not to
1: blame for anything, and they don't have to try very hard. Not really. Well, the, the, well, it's it wrong is way. wrong, and this is a flat-out lie. There is no less access for poor white people in this country, than uh, for poor black people, than there is poor white people. There is no business. There is no school. There is no... Any government office that a black person does not have access to. See, the left loves to twist and use words like access. Same same thing for women. Oh, uh, the Democrats tell women. uh, The Republican Party is trying to restrict your access to birth control. No, the Republican Party just expects you to pay for it. Okay. But it's so, right? It's so manipulative. I agree. Yeah. It is. Yeah, and to think that it, it, that this is how far we've regressed in this country. One of the reasons why they came out with that story last week, I think it might have been earlier in the week, it might have been Monday, with uh, these newfound allegations or the revelations that Martin Luther King had – had 40 affairs and laughed at a woman being raped is because they, the left really wants to put the nail in the coffin of Martin Luther King as a hero, in my opinion, and to drown out his message because his message was about the content of your character and not being judged on racism. And that's not what the left is about. The left is all about identity politics, uh, picking and choosing winners and losers and giving special treatment to, in this case, with this story to black people over white people. They want to justify the discrimination and the racism against white people.
11: Yeah, Martin Luther King was all he he favored color blindness, which is a great theory to be of. And that's what he stood for.
1: Absolutely. And there is there right now in this country, in the United States, you not only as a black person do not have less access in many ways because of affirmative action, because of all, for example, the recent adversity score that we talked about with schools, there is a variety of different ways in which people of color actually have a systemic advantage over white people in this country. And there, I said it, another, another topic I wanted to get into you, which might not be as, um, you know, interesting or as exciting or provocative as the black favoritism is this four day work week for four day school week idea. This is started in Colorado. Teachers and kids, of course, give it, you know, a high score, but parents aren't happy about this. And I'm concerned that this is going to become a trend because the, the school district in Colorado decided to do this because they said that it was a way for them to attract more teachers. Well, sure, who doesn't want to get a, get a job that's part-time for full-time pay? Meanwhile, what they, the way they try to get around this for kids to still get the same amount of school every week is kids just got to stay longer the four days that they're in school. Parents now have, have, are jacked up with their schedules in terms of childcare, or dealing with their teenagers who now have a three-day weekend.
11: Yeah, in fact, a 2017 study following this new new strategy found that the four-day week had a detrimental effect on reading and math scores of third through eighth grade in rural Oregon districts, with minority and low-income education students being the most adversely affected. This is this is not about education anymore. This is about special things for the teachers and the administrators and the school districts, but. We're forgetting about teaching the kids what they need to know to survive and, and grow in life.
1: Right, uh, you know, when you're trying to jam, jam five days worth of education on kids in four days, they're not going to do well. You're not going to do well. There's there's a, a limit even for adult workers in the workplace. There's only so much product productivity you can get out of an individual in a day. This is detrimental to kids. I don't, I, you know, that teachers right now, as far as I'm concerned, with their their unions are getting a heck of a deal economically and financially for what they're doing and for what their jobs are. And they and they, you can't even fire a teacher these days. You get a job, you get a gig as a teacher and it doesn't seem to matter what you do. You've got a job for life. So um, I I don't know what's going on with this school district that they think that they can't attract good people. Um, I think that's a bunch of hooey. I think this is just uh, wanting to to start a trend. I'm not surprised that that. uh, Go ahead.
11: I was going to say the juvenile crime rate in that area rose 20% on Mondays this past year.
1: Oh, what a shock. (laughs) uh, Kids, 16 year olds and 15 year olds got, uh, the parents are at work and they're out roaming the streets. Right. Of course. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Uh, this is just crazy. Um, you know, uh, Bob wrote a book. It's called Facing Reality in American Education. One thing that we need to do, we need to, we need to keep kids in school five days a week. We need to take all this, this social justice warrior crap out of the curriculums. We need to stop trying to, to indoctrinate kids into Islam. We need to stop trying to push kids, every kid into college, where they rack up debt and still can't get a job because they're studying crap like gender studies. We need to get trade schools and shop classes, uh, trade and shop classes back in our schools. Bob's book is all about that and others. It's Facing Reality in American Education. And you talk in your book, Bob, about how um about the racial stuff that's going on and about how they they are have not been helping the minorities in the schools, correct
11: correct. They need to teach each student by his own ability not not try to group kids by race so what what's that about yeah, and I'm called a racist <laughs> I can't believe it exactly not racism. Just treat each kid individually. Yeah, and getting back
1: right, and getting back to this New York story, I can't tell you, tell you how many black kids I went to school with that were way smarter and uh, way more together than a lot of the white people I went to, and they so they didn't need it's so insulting. They didn't need any extra attention because they were somehow disadvantaged anyway. It's just ridiculous, insulting. Bob, thanks for being here as always. You're wonderful.
11: You're welcome. Have a nice weekend. You too.
1: All right, speaking of the weekend, we're going to take a skinny little break. and we come back, we're going to talk about the weekend. we got a couple other stories to get into. Uh, a feel-good story, kind of, with our man Alex Trebek, as well as uh, Pete Buttigieg, brother-in-law. He's got something he's got to say about Pete. Stay tuned. We're Andrew K. Show coming up.
3: The same patio and fireplace design center you've known and trusted for over 30 years has some exciting news. The Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop is now offering their expertise for your new patio, grill, and outdoor fire pit as well. After the cold, wet winter we've just had spent curled up in front of the fireplace... Just imagine finally being able to spend your evenings outdoors, grilling up steaks or roasting marshmallows around your very own fire pit. The Warm Hearth is also an authorized Big Green Egg retailer, the hottest new ceramic Kamado grill. Come check it out and pick up all the must-have accessories for your next cookout with friends and family. So remember, whether you're looking for a gas or wood-burning fireplace, outdoor fire pit or grill, the Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio has you covered Give them a call at 619-465-0890 or check out their awesome showroom in La Mesa at the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard. Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio, 619-465-0890. Whether you're a doctor, lawyer or business owner, you need to hear this. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it can be to get a home loan. So we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W-2s to get approved, we'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. Call Sergio now at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. So if you're self-employed, want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call now. 833-886-3863.
9: That's 833-886-FUND. retro mortgage is licensed by the vr 01943736, NLF 13253 and it's an equal opportunity lender.
8: Let's start your summer off with a healthy smile. Dr. Gray and Dr. Hurtado as a way to welcome you to their family. They're offering 15% off all treatments For the month of May. Because they want you to feel great about your smile. Give them a call and find out the details of this offer. But 15% off their treatments. And listen, if you haven't been to the dentist in decades, don't worry about it. There's no scolding. They're not going to make you feel bad about being away for so long. They've been doing this for 30 years. They've seen and have taken care of everything possible. And if you're really terrified of the dentist, they have complimentary sedation dentistry. So you go, you sit back in this nice leather chair, listen to relaxing music, take a pill, you're out. They do all the dental work and you wake up and you feel better than ever. 619-337-7700. 619-337-7700. 15% off in the month of May. Jeff Gray with an A. Jeff Gray, (laughs) DDS.com.
5: FM 96.1. AM 1170. The
8: Answer. News,
3: politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: <laughs> one of my favorites. How did you know, DJ Carrot Sticks?
2: Well, this is one of the quintessential 90s uh, our, uh, rap jams. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I had
2: In to play the-, the instrumental, though. I don't think the lyrics uh, are right. too...
1: Exactly. You know, what? that's a perfect tee-up from my little audio clip that I've got for you guys. You know who would probably bust out and do a really good rap impersonation of that? Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> um, let me tell you why. Did you guys hear her on, I guess there's this hot radio show that politicians all go on. I don't know why they go on because I guess this crew of this radio show, The Breakfast Club, they do a really They're
2: good- They're the same ones that, uh, where Hillary said, she. Uh, what's something that you carry around in your purse? And she yeah. said, hot sauce. <laughs> And they go, Are you pandering to us? And she goes, Well, is it working? Yeah. <laughs>
1: it was even worse today for Elizabeth Warren. I want you guys to hear this.
2: How long did you hold on to that? Because there was some report that said you were Native American on your Texas bar license and that you said you were Native American on some documents when you were a professor at Harvard. You know, like why'd you do that?
3: So it's what I believe. You know, that's <laughs> like I said, it's what I learned from my family.
2: When did you find out you when did you find out you weren't?
3: Well, you know, it's I'm not a person of <laughs> color. <laughs> I'm not a citizen of a tribe. Mm-hmm. And tribal citizenship is an important distinction. And not something I am. So. <laughs> what?
2: Were there any benefits to that?
3: No. Boston I, Globe did a full investigation. It never affected, nothing about my family ever affected any job I ever got. Mm-hmm. Um, she so didn't get a
2: discount in college? No. You kind of like the original Rachel Dozo a little bit. Rachel Dozo was. A white woman pretending to be black.
1: Oh, <laughs> nailed her. He—that dude Charlemagne, I guess, is his name. He nailed her like Chip from Fixer Upper. Yeah, 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 oh my. yeah. And you know what? That is such a lie. Oh, Boston Globe did a study. I didn't benefit from it. Woman, why did you check that box? Why were you going around saying that you were an American Indian? Because it gave you a leg up on employment. That's how she got that gig at Harvard University. Acting like she didn't get anything out of it. Anytime you got that minority status, the reason why they ask you to check that box—that's the whole purpose of it. That's the whole purpose of those boxes. And she still, all these times later, ain't figured out a better way to to sell her story and to and to come up with. She's trying talk about pandering. She's trying to pander to the Native Americans with, oh, being tribal affiliation. She never answered the question as to when did you know. No, it's, oh, tribal affiliation is so an important distinction. Yeah, it is. And that's why he busted her with the Rachel Dolezal. I have laughed at that. I have laughed at that so much. Okay, so we got the fair weekend. The fair's opening this weekend. Uh, DJ Carrot 6 last year, he went and reported live from the fair on all the outrageous, crazy, uh, f- awesome food that was there. What would you find out for us this year, DJ Carrot 6?
2: Well, I haven't gone yet. Okay. So I can't give you. Well, no, ma- it
1: opened today. Yeah, you yeah.
2: I can't give you too many updates on that. But what I can do is we can play a little game here where you have to guess. Oh, Okay. which is the food that they will be serving at the fair okay okay this first one you have to guess two are two are two are fake and one is real okay so how are they doing hot cheetos this year are they doing a hot cheeto cheesecake hot cheetos potato hot cheetos pork rinds two
1: are real and one is fake or two are fake and one is real
2: i'm sorry two are fake and one is real so
1: i got to guess the real one
2: you got to guess the real one is the real one hot cheeto cheesecake Hot Cheetos potato or hot Cheeto pork rinds?
1: Hot Cheeto pork rinds.
2: It's going to be hot Cheeto potatoes this year.
1: How do they do a hot Cheetos
2: potato? Uh, probably just a baked potato and then crushed up some hot Cheetos and put it on top. Well, that sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. How are they doing the churros this year? Are they doing churro bites topped with Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Nitro Dip churros, or cheese-filled churros? Ooh, cheese-filled churro. No, nope, sorry. They're actually doing nitro dipped churros. So what they're is taking nitro- the churro and they're going to dip it in nit- li- liquid nitrogen okay. and it makes it crispier. Ooh. So I don't know what that does to your health. Oh, <laughs> I don't liquid know. Liquid nitrogen.
1: But you know what? I love me a churro. That's one of my go. I have to have a churro when I go to Disneyland. Okay. I have to have a churro. I love me some churros. All right,
2: so when you go to the fair, try the extra crunchy nitro dipped okay. churros. How are they doing deep frying this year? What are they deep frying? Are they deep frying? Pudding pops, deep-fried string cheese, or deep-fried creme brulee?
1: You can't deep-fried creme brulee. Give me the, give me the options again.
2: Deep-fried pudding pops, deep-fried string cheese, or deep-fried creme brulee?
1: Deep-fried che- string cheese. That's a neat...
2: What? Oh, we're not doing too good on this game. <laughs> no, uh, Chicken Charlize, uh, from, right, from right here in San Diego, he's doing deep-fried creme brulee this year.
1: How can you deep-fry creme brulee? It's going to follow... A creme brulee is pudding, basically.
2: I-, I stopped asking when he deep-fried Coca-Cola.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, because I don't know. You you would have to freeze Coca Cola first. I don't know how you you can't.
2: I don't know. And okay. creme,
1: creme brulee is already burnt. That's what it's burnt cream. That's That doesn't even make sense to me,
2: Chicken Charlie. You're going to have to explain yourself to me. Extra burnt. All right, yeah. last one. How are they going to do pickles different this year? Is it going to be chocolate covered pickles, peppermint pickles, or prosciutto wrapped pickles?
1: Ooh, prosciutto wrapped pickles.
2: <laughs> well, Andrew, you went over for four. Good thing oh. we're not playing for money here. This year, they are doing peppermint pickles. Where they take pickles and stuff peppermint sticks in them.
1: That is absolutely revolting. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. That is disgusting. (laughs) That that, okay, that is culinary terrorism. Okay, that is absolutely. That's defiling a pickle.
2: And and see, two years ago, I did try the Kool Aid pickle. That was interesting.
1: How? What did they just did? did,
2: Pickles, and then they kept them in Kool Aid. So they soaked soaked the the pickles in Kool Aid. And the best though, I did bacon wrapped. Uh, pickles those were okay Ooh. but the yeah. best was the hot dog stuffed pickle that was oh, actually pretty good hot dog stuffed pickle. so well i don't know about the peppermint pickle this year yeah, i think no, i'll pass that, on that, that. Ain't, but no, your but breath won't will. stink after you eat it well
1: <laughs> um now there's still going to be some pickle smell stench going on there i hate to wrap the show on stench we got to go We got on the word stench we are going to do better than that yeah <laughs> um that that by the way was joe biden sniffing hair oh by the way joe biden's wife came out dr jill she comes out and says biden hey man he listened to all y'all he ain't gonna come out and do anything against women again and turn right around dude goes up at at, to a 10 year old girl and puts his hands on her and says hey are you as smart as you are good looking (gasps) yeah who it's like that's a kind of that's kind of bad pickup line that happens on 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 a friday night used to happen on fridays at kiva riva um Good story here. Alex Trebek came out and said that um, he—it's practically a miracle. Uh, stage four pancreatic cancer is almost always terminal. He credited prayers for helping him win his cancer bot battle. David Muir on ABC. He gave the he gave uh, the attributed prayers to People Magazine. Uh, the the news outlets though left out prayers from reporting it. So David Muir on ABC. Uh, read the article from Trebek from People Magazine in its entirety and said, I told the doctors this has to be more than just chemo. I've had a couple of million people out there who expressed their good thoughts, their positive energy, and their prayers. The doctor said it could very well be an important part of this. Hat tip to David Muir for reading the entire quote. Both CBS and NBC uh, took out the part about prayers, and that just goes to – I mean, you – why? Are you that anti-Christian? Are you that anti-God? Yeah, I guess the Democrat Party did boo God and, and to keep God out of their platform, but if you're going to tell this man's story and you're going to quote him, quote him accurately. This man is like a legend in America on, on TV and he's he's attributing prayer, but you know what these news outlets they can't give credit to God that's that's sad. that's just sad to me. But you know what that's a great feel-good story. We're so happy for Alec Trebek that he's beating cancer, and I we do. I'd just like
9: to take a moment to thank
1: Jesus. <laughs> hey, I thank you all for being here. Have a great weekend. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah